Praise the living Jesus. Good morning, everyone that are here and those that are watching online. Let us pray. It's time to hear the word of God. Father, in Jesus' name, our Lord and our God, we give you all the praise. We honor you. We magnify your holy name. We exalt you for making it possible for us to be in your presence this morning. It is by grace, it is not by our mind that we are here this morning. Daddy, we exalt you. We give you all the praise. As we want to go into your word, let your will be done. Father, we pray, Lord, that you will speak forth, O God, to us by yourself. I surrender it all to you. Speak through me, Lord, as your oracle. Abba, Father, we exalt you because you always answer us when we call upon your name. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed and we have received. So... This morning, we want to hear the word of God. And the topic of my ministration this afternoon is in times like this. What a time that we have. The times that we have is a very sensitive time. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'll be drinking water. So, <laughs> so the times that we have is a very sensitive, perilous time. The Bible already told us. That's why the word of God is very important in the life of the children of God. So it's trusting God in times like this. Our test, John 14, 1. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you. We all need water. John 14, 1. Don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God and also trust in me. Do not let your heart be troubled, afraid, cowardly. Believe confidently in God and trust in him. Have faith, hold on to it, rely on it. Keep going and believe also in me. Don't take it off, please. There's a lot of message in this word, just one verse. Even though the situation that we have is very sensitive. Even though it's bad news every day. You hear this? You hear that? On Friday, as I was preparing, my son turned off the TV. I just listened. Overheard the news. They said a child in New Jersey City. They shot him. You see, it's news like that every day. But what are God? The Bible is telling us, do not let your heart be troubled. Do not be afraid. Don't be a coward. Believe confidently. That is confidently. You believe you stand sure. No matter what the news. See the song, praise is what I do. Praise should be always in our mouth every day 24 by 7. The word of God should be our focus, not what we are seeing. Believe confidently in God and trust him. Trust in him. Have faith. Hold on to it no matter what. Rely on it. Whatever the news. Keep going. Keep going with that word. Keep going with your focus on Jesus, not on the news. And believe also in me. That's what God is telling us, all of us this morning. Those of us that are here and those that are watching online. God wants us to trust in him. 1 Thessalonians 3, 7. Brethren, for this reason, 
in spite of all stress, our stress, and crushing difficulties, we have been filled with comfort and cheer about you because of your faith, because of our faith. The leaning of our whole personality on God, which is what we should make a priority at this time. In complete trust and confidence. That is, we have to make our confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ because in him is peace. He said, the peace that I give unto you, it is not the peace that the world gives, but his own peace is perfect peace, no matter what. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, trust in the Lord and rely. You see that word confidently in all the scriptures that we've been reading. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. That is with all our heart. Do and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. You see, our God loves us so much. The Bible says in John 3, 16, For God so loved the whole world and gave his only son that whosoever believeth in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Despite this pandemic, since the beginning of this year, throughout the whole world, there is no, nowhere but let our confidence, our trust continue to rely on God, not in our own understanding. Even the scientists, everyone in the whole world, there is no solution. Only God has the solution. Only in him there is peace. That is why we have to focus on Jesus, my brothers and my sisters. There is nothing else in this time that we have except to hold on to Jesus. It happened in the Bible. We are going to go to those scriptures. So when we know, number one, if we know and understand what the word of God says, this time that we have will not cut us unaware because we already have the knowledge and the understanding of what is happening right now. So we are going to read 2 Timothy chapter 3. I am not, we are not reading these scriptures to put fear in us, but to let us know and understand that knowing we have to know and understand what God said about like times like this in his word. This is Timothy. But understand this, that in the last days there will, be, there will come times of difficulty. Are we not having those times right now? But if we know the word, that is why the word of God is very important. Verse 2. For the people will be lovers of self, which is happening. Everybody loved themselves. Instead of everyone to come to the knowledge of the saving grace, who has the solution to times like this? Who has the solution to the difficult times that we are all going through? But because we have Jesus, he said, be of good cheer because he has overcome for us. For the people will be lovers of self, lovers of money. Come and see when it comes to money issue, how, what happens if the fear of God is not in people's life. Proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Other parents said, don't do this. But they said, this is what I want to do. Ungrateful, unholy, you see? Heartless, unpeaceable. Maybe somebody did something to us and they, they asked for forgiveness. Please forgive me. But they, are, they, are, they look at it because it's pride. And pride is the beginning of destruction. Slanderous, without self-control, brutal, 
not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure, come and see, rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of godliness, but denying his power, avoid such people. You see all those things? That is why we have to know when we know and understand what God said about times like this. Then we'll be able to confidently, as we read in those scriptures, confidently stand our ground and trust in him because he is the only one that can give us victory and live at peace at this time that we have. But you need to be aware that in the last days, final Days, this is TPT. Cultures of society will become fierce. You see cultures, you see everywhere. Things that they call abomination in those days. You see them right now happening. And too much killing. God does not want us to live like that. He wants everybody to live at peace. To see ourselves as one. But through it all, the Lord promised of another helper. Even though we read in this 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1 to 5. But God has a solution for us. And let us read Acts, before we go there, John 14, 6. Because the Lord promised another helper. He has promised us an helper that will help us in times of difficulty. And I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate. Who will never leave you? What is that advocate? The Holy Spirit. He promised us. Let us go to the book of Acts chapter 2. In the same manner as we need, as we read in 2 Timothy about difficult times in the last days, God has a set plan for us regarding the outpouring power of the Holy Spirit upon all flesh. This is the power that will sustain and leave us strong. In times like this, in times of crisis. And it shall be in the last days. What we read in 2 Timothy, in the last days. Also, this is the last days. And it shall be in the last days, says God, that I will pour out my spirit upon all mankind. God has promised us that he will pour out his spirit in the last days, even though we are going through sensitive and difficult times. But he promised us a helper. He promised us a standby that will stand by us 24 by 7. Either we are sleeping, you hear, oh, this is what is happening right there. But that standby is always there with us to strengthen us, to confidently make us to be strong. That greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. That will strengthen us and say, in Christ I live. In Christ I move. In Christ I have my being. And it's in Christ we, all of us, not only me. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. See what is happening within our older youth, our youth. How God is ministering to them because the outpouring power of the Holy Spirit. But we have to be willing to receive that spirit because it can't force us. We have to have a willing heart to receive the Holy Spirit, the outpouring power of the Holy Spirit in these last days. I was reading something last week. And, you know, it breaks my heart. But at the same time, I was encouraged because we have a work to do, my brothers and my sisters. We need to preach the gospel. A country, I forgot the name of the country, 
said that country is mainly Christians, but now they are turning not to believe God. I said, God, we have a part to play. If you can't be there, you can give your offering to those in the mission field so that it can go and spread the gospel. Because these are the last days everybody needs to hear about Jesus, the Savior, our soon-coming King, the one that has gone to prepare a place for us. Brethren, do not let us be sidetracked or be distracted with these times. Let us hold on to Jesus and focus on to Jesus. He is the only way out. And your young men shall see divinely prompted visions. Thank God for our older youth. Thank God for the, what God is doing in their midst. And I thank God for the way God will continue to increase that spiritual wisdom, knowledge, and revelation and the manifestations of the spiritual gift in their lives. And your old men, even those of us, we are not old because the Bible says you shall renew our youth like an ego. And your old men shall dream dreams, not just dreams, divinely prompted dreams that is divinely directed by the Spirit of God, not our flesh, not the world. Can we go further, please? Even on my bond servant, he said even on the bond servant, both men and women, are we in those days pour out my spirit. He will pour out his spirit upon all of us. But we have to be willing and surrender it all to him. And they shall prophesy. We should really covet this because that is the promise of God for all of us. And it shall be that everyone, you hear? Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord, invoking adoring and worshiping the Lord Jesus shall be saved, rescued spiritually. If you see the extent of the way the people of the world are going through the devil, my brothers and my sisters, we will hold on to God and make the word to be our focus. And that word is God himself. He said he sent the word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That is Jesus Christ. So we need that word. And he promised us that he's going to give, outpour the power of the Holy Spirit upon us. So we don't have any excuse. Because he has given us all that we need. And we have to hold on to that word. Because he said, and it shall be that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. Everyone. No matter what. Because God is no respecter of persons. As I call, as you call, he answer everybody because he loves the whole world. He doesn't love one part of a nation. He loves the whole world. So my brothers and my sisters, we have to trust in the Lord in times like this. In times like this, what do we do? Fear not. Number one, fear not. Fear will come, but we don't give in to it. So my beloved brethren, even though the current situation in the old world is uncertain, is sensitive, is stressful. Imagine, both parents, you are working from home and you are helping your child to do the homework, to do schoolwork. See, very stressful because you have to do your work and you have to help your child, especially the younger ones. These are the times that we have. But thank God for this side of the, of the, of the world that they are able to use laptop. Some countries, they don't have a laptop. They don't have internet. But thank God, to this time that we have, fear not. Take it one step at a time. 
We don't have to let any, anything overwhelm us because we have that peace. And that peace is the perfect peace that God has given to us. So are you feeling anxious or afraid of times like this? Coronavirus is effect on the society and the whole world and no solution. The only solution is Jesus Christ. The only solution is the word of God. Because when you read the word, it strengthens us. See, at the beginning of this thing, the word of God, I went back, you know, like in March, April. I went back, I read the book of Revelation from chapter 1 to the end. and said, wow. Because when you read the book of Revelation, you will see that this is little. That is why we have to confidently trust in the Lord and make his word to be part and parcel of, of us. Because when we don't know and understand the word of God, fear will take hold of us. But we cannot allow that. We should fear not because God commanded us not to fear. But as children of God, we must not accept fear because God commanded us not to fear. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. Isaiah, Isaiah 43. Sorry, I don't think I put it there. Isaiah 43, thank you. But now, all Jacob, put your name there. But now, oh Kemi, listen to the Lord who created you. You have to listen every day. You wake up because the devil does not sleep. He said he's roaming about like a roaring lion, seeking where he will stay. We must not allow him to stay in our heart or in our heart. Oh, Israel, the one who formed you. Oh, Kemi, the one who formed you. Put your name there. Do not be afraid, for I have redeemed you. I have ransomed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. God is telling us. He has ransomed us. He has redeemed us. He has called us by name. He said we are his. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. What is what we are, what we are, what we are, we are going through it now. When you go through the rivers of difficulty, you will not be drowned. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. That is, nothing will come to our dwelling. No matter what is their naming it, it will come near us because greater is that one that has redeemed us than he that is in the world. God is with us 24 by 7. You see, this pandemic period, we should make it an opportunity to bosom more with the Father, to fellowship with the world. That's what I, that's what I, I did it constantly throughout the beginning. Psalm 91 will just come. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. In Him will I trust. He is our refuge, He is our fortress. He told us not to fear. The fear will come, but we cannot give in to fear because God commanded us, do not be afraid. Number two, do not worry. Or be anxious about anything. But pray about everything. Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Don't worry about anything. What is anything? Anything. Instead, pray about everything. No matter what. He wants us to pray about everything. Tell God. 
God what you need and thank him for all he has done. We pray every day and commit our ways unto him and he will bring it to pass because he's a faithful God. Faithful is he who has promised us, who will always so do it. He will fulfill his promise in our lives. Then when we do that, when we don't worry and be anxious, then you will experience God's peace. We have to do that first. We, have, we don't have to worry. Do not worry or be anxious about anything. But rather pray about everything. And then you will experience God's peace. And what, which that peace, which exceed anything we can understand. It's peace we guard your heart and my heart. Our minds as we live in Christ Jesus. We have to live in Christ Jesus every day, every minute. You see, where I worked, I worked from home and I worked in the office. So at the beginning of this pandemic, because we go out in the field, but nobody can go to anybody's house any longer. So we are doing conference, telephone conference. We've been doing that. So they came up with a phrase. You see, we have to be sensitive with the Holy Spirit. Whatever the Holy Spirit directs us, my brothers and my sisters, obey it. Because that is God telling us. Because he said he will pour out his spirit upon our flesh. So in that write-up, they put it, COVID-19, in capital letter. Right away, something in me said, no, I'm not going to write capital letter. COVID is small letter. I only give Jesus the capital letter. Since then, anything I'm writing, I write it. I'm, I wrote everything in small letter. I said, no, I am not going to, no. Jesus is greater than COVID-19. So you see, fear not and be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Brethren, we must not allow anxiety in our hearts due to what we see and the bad news we hear every day. We should not allow it to overwhelm us. Rather, we should overwhelm our life with the word of God and the peace of God. Mark eleven twenty four, 24. Because he said, but pray about everything. And what he told us when we pray is what I want us to read in Mark eleven twenty four. 24, Amplify. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, you pray that God will protect you and your family. You pray that God will keep you in safe. You pray that God will be your refuge and your fortress. In accordance, because we are praying in accordance with the will of God. Our prayer should be according to the will of God. Because he promised us that we should not be anxious about anything. But rather pray about everything. And for this reason, when we now pray and be at peace, whatever you ask in prayer... That is, that prayer will be according to the word of God, according to the will of God. Believe, that is our faith, our trust in him. With confident trust, believe with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to us. Say so they will be given to you. When we pray, let us trust God that that prayer is answered. No doubt, because God cannot walk in doubt. He wants us to have that confident trust in him. So when we pray, God answers us. It will be our strength. It will be our fortress. Psalm 50 verse 15. Call upon me in the day of trouble. You see, our God is such an awesome father. He had made provision for every situation. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. To be all the glory. 
said he will deliver us, he will protect us, he will guide us, he will strengthen us, and will glorify his name. And that will be our portion every day by the grace of God. Number three, trust in the Lord always. Not yesterday, not only this morning, not in the afternoon. Always, every time, forever. And let him be your anchor. Let God be your anchor. What is an anchor? An anchor is someone that provides strength and support. You see the sheep, a heavy device, you know, like a, like a sheep, attached to, that's, that's, that's the dictionary definition of an anchor in another way. A heavy device attached to a sheep by a cable or chain and used to hold the sheep in place when thrown overboard. You know, when the sheep is in, you know, like, like they, they, they are in, in they get to, 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 you know, to a, a troubled, sometimes when you are going, the, the, uh, the airplane, you know, when you are traveling, you get to some, that there is a tumor, you will see the, the plane shaking. So a sheep also, they have an anchor. So that when they get to the situation of overboard, that anchor will be able to stabilize. So that is, we should hold, we should hold to our anchor. And that anchor is someone that provides strength and support every time. So my brothers and my sisters, through the demand, the storms of life, we must choose to trust God for strength, for support, and for protection every day. We must have a confident assurance of faith in God for refuge and protection. Because we who have fled to him for refuge might have mighty indwelling strength and strong encouragement to grasp and hold fast to the hope appointed for us and set before us. That is Hebrews 6, 18 to 19. You may not go there. Number four, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. We have to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Through the grace that God gives each and every one of us in Christ Jesus. Ephesians 6, we'll start reading from verse 10. Ephesians 6, that is where he's, you know, he's encouraging us to put on the whole armor of God. A final word, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. These are the days that we need to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole of God's armor. What is that armor? It's like a soldier. You know, when the soldier goes on the battlefield, that soldier, they cannot cut themselves with the affairs of the civilian. They have to be a soldier. They have to be a military man and be at a lot every minute. That is the same thing we have to be as children of God. We have to be at a lot all the time. Put on the whole, put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against every strategies of the devil. See, yesterday night, throughout yesterday, the way my body felt, I said, no, this is not, this is not me. This is not mine. I kept on holding to the word of God. I held on to that word. It is written. Himself took my infirmities. He bore my sickness and my diseases. By his stripes I have been made whole. 
my brothers and my sisters. Those times will come. But when we are filled with God's hammer, we put on that helmet of our salvation. We put on that breastplate of righteousness. Knowing fully well that he that is in us is greater than he that is in the world. We must confidently trust and continue to stand on the word of God. Because when the, devil when the devil sees that you are standing confidently without fear, he will flee. Because the Bible says, resist the devil and he will flee from you. I did not take it. It is only when you allow it, that is when he stayed there. But don't allow it, stay firm and say no. The Bible says, the life-giving spirit that is in the Lord Jesus Christ. That life-giving spirit that made Jesus Christ to be raised from the dead. That life-giving spirit is in me. And he has destroyed everything that is connected with sin. And sickness is part of sin. I kept on saying that word. In few minutes. But if I allowed it, I said no. I said I have, a, I have an assignment every day. You are not going to delay me. You are not going to hold me on to this assignment. Because God is the one that is speaking forth. It is not me. So my brothers and my, we have to put on the whole of God's armor. It was a lot of things that I've experienced this, this, this year. But thank God for the word of God. Because the word of God is forever sure. He said he stand by his word. His word is yea and amen. And we have to stand on that word. Come what, no matter what circumstances. So we are going to start going. I know I don't have my someone. This is part one. Part two will come forth by the grace of God. So biblical examples of trusting God in times like this. This happened before to some biblical people. And we are going to see them and see the examples that will strengthen us. Moses. Let us start with Moses today. I will continue the next. I will start with Exodus 14, verse 3 to 4. This was Moses. You know what happened to the Israelites when they were in Egypt? How everything happened? And they now got to the Red Sea. They are looking at big ocean in front. And Pharaoh and his chariot behind them. For Pharaoh we say of the Israelites, they are wandering aimlessly in the land. The wilderness assured them in. See, these are thoughts. I will add in, made stubborn, defiant. No, somebody that doesn't want to, you don't, you just bent, this is what I want to do. Pharaoh's heart, so that he will pursue them, and I will be glorified and honored through Pharaoh and all his army. And the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord. And they did so. You could leave it there, I will come back there. So, Moses, what are we learning there? Trusting God when there, is, when there is no way out. Because the Israelites looked at the Red Sea. It's like there is no way out. Then they looked. There was no way out. Because what are we going to be destroying this ocean? So the times and seasons in the old world may seem there are very little option to find a way out. Verse 5. Oh, sorry, 9. The Egyptians chased them with all the horses and war chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen, and his army. And they overtook them as they came by the sea beside Pihirot in front of Baal-Zephron. 13 to 19 now. Then Moses said to the people, because they were afraid, 
Do not be afraid. Take your stand. That is what God is ministering towards. Take your stand. Be firm and confident and undismayed. And see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For those Egyptians whom you have seen today, you will never see them again. And the Lord will fight for you. Why you only need to keep silent and remain calm. He wants us to remain silent and remain calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, he gave him an instruction of what to do. Why do you cry to me? Tell the sons of Israel to move forward towards the sea. <laughs> as for you, as for Moses, lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it so that the sons of Israel may go through the middle of the sea on dry land. Only God can do that. As for me, hear this. I will harden the heart of the Egyptians and they will go in the sea after them and I will be glorified and honored through Pharaoh and all his army and his war chariots and his horsemen and the Egyptians shall know without any doubt and acknowledge that I am the Lord. When I am glorified and honored through Pharaoh, through his war chariots and his charioteers, Verse 19, and the angel of God who had been going in front of the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. The pillar of cloud moved from in front and stood behind them and they passed through the Red Sea. Same thing, whatever is the Red Sea that is going all over. Let us remain calm and trust in the Lord because only him can provide a way out. Let's trust him. When there seems to be no way out, Moses experienced that same situation. When after leading Israel out of Egypt, they were stuck between the Red Sea and the furious Egyptian army. Moses was not anxious nor afraid, but he confidently trusted in the Lord to provide a way out. Moses encouraged the people, do not be afraid. God led and guided the Israelites. They walked through the Red Sea miraculously to the place of safety with water behind them and saw Pharaoh's army destroyed. Only God could provide a way out of every circumstances. God makes a way where there seems to be no way. So my brothers and my sisters, those of us that are here and those that are watching online, I want us to sing this song. That is where I will end the part one. And that song, it just blend with this message. And the song was formed by somebody. Her name is Ruth K.E. Jones. And that was since 1943. Something happened. Something happened that time. And this song, in times like this, we need an anchor. We need a savior. We need our Bible. In times like this, we need a Savior. In times like this, you need an anchor. Be very sure. 
Yes, yes is, is the one. one. This rock is Jesus. Jesus. The only one. Be very strong. Be to sing the last one. In times like this, I am a Your, Your uncle. Uncle. 
let us pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you. We give you praise. We honor you. Thank you, Jesus, because you are our anchor. You are our refuge. You are our fortress. You are our shepherd. We are not going to want. You are our protector. We adore you for the way you reminded us this afternoon that we should trust in you in these times. We should trust in you always. Thank you for this song because in times like this, we need a savior. The savior that will be preached all over the world to hear Jesus is the, is the same yesterday. Jesus is the savior of the world. Thank you, our Abba Father, for the way you reminded us that we need your word. We need the Bible. We need to grip our strength, our life on the solid rock. You are the rock of ages. We adore you. We magnify your holy name because you will continue to make yourself visible. You will continue to reveal yourself and we will continue to have a visible understanding, a visible manifestation of your power, of your glory, of your wisdom, of your revelation upon our lives every day, 24 by 7. Thank you, faithful God, for what you will continue to do in our lives, in our family, in the whole entire world. Let Jesus be glorified in everything all over the whole universe. Let every soul see and know that Jesus is the only way. And let them run to surrender their lives unto you. Thank you, faithful Jehovah, for answer prayer. In Jesus' precious and mighty name, we have prayed and we have received. Praise the Lord. Thank you.